0: You're listening to The Aligned Women Podcast, the show for moms who are chiropractors. This show will bring you guests to share their stories, their struggles, their experiences, and me, your host, Dr. Danielle Eaton, so that you can create a practice that's right for you and your family. Hey, everyone, welcome to the show. Today, we have a brand new guest. Her name is Dr. Amanda Renshaw pride And Amanda, we were just talking... (laughs) Recording, that I always ask a new guest to pronounce her name. I never assume that yeah. I am. Didn't ask. <laughs> Did I get it right? And look at you got it so right. <laughs> well, like I said when we were chatting before we started recording, I learned yeah. way not to assume that even a name that I thought seemed obvious may be pronounced differently. Right. You All right. Got it. Well, welcome to the show. Let us know hey. more about you and your family and practice for you.
1: Okay, Um, so I graduated from Parker uh, Chiropractic College in uh, the end of 2004 and started working right away before I even got my license, and I was an associate, um, and so just doing kind of exam type things, and then got got going there in a few months, and I stayed with that practice for six years, and it was a very demanding type of job, you know, six days a week, up to sundown, pretty much. We saw all kinds of patients from, it was, you know, the family type practice to seeing PI and work comp. So I've done a little bit of everything. Um, So I was there for six years. Um, I had my first kiddo at that time. um, And she is, so she's seven now. Um, So uh, I had my kiddo and I finally got the courage to um, (laughs) quit that job. I hate to say the word quit because I don't really feel like I quit, but I had to, it was either a, you're either there or you're not there. You couldn't be halfway. So yeah. I had to give that up a little bit. And uh, it was, it was the, one of the hardest things I've ever done before, as far as just me uh, confronting my boss and saying, you know, I have to do this. So anyways, got through that. Um, after that, I, took a little bit of time off well so I thought I was going to and it turned out to be about a month later that I was like I can't do this I gotta I gotta practice so I rented a room and started seeing a few patients here and there really stressed myself out went into this whole the whole stress anxiety didn't know what I was doing you know even though I'd practiced for six years didn't didn't know um that didn't last very long I I kind of shut my doors after just months and uh got pregnant with my second kiddo. And uh, then our lives took us to, oh, so married. Um, My husband and I, we've been together for about 12 years. We've been married for about two years, I think, but been together the whole time. And he's the father of the kiddos. So uh, our life took us to North Dakota for a year, which was interesting. That was fun. So I had my second kiddo in North Dakota. And um, then we came home and my husband got laid off in 2014 at the end of 2014. And he was the sole provider for our family. So when that happened, it kind of shifted our, our roles. I decided that I wanted to go back to work and I was going to try to make it for the family by myself. And uh, let's see. Then we had our, we had our third kiddo in there somewhere. So we <laughs> got three kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got three kids total. Um, so she's two now. So, uh, so, so, I got another associate position with the doc and he was open about, it was like a three day a week kind of gig. So that was better. I still had time for the family, but obviously I wasn't providing enough financially. It was one of those like, Oh, I hope we can, you know, work out something to keep our house this month and mm-hmm. <laughs> hope we have enough food and that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And then I moved on to where I practice now and it's a um, functional wellness clinic with another chiropractor and we've actually known each other since school and it's such a fun practice and it's like the best position you could have she's be the chiropractor she she takes care of all the functional medicine um we're a wellness practice no insurance that type of thing and uh she basically said this is act as if this is your practice i want you to grow the chiropractic part you're gonna this is for you and i'm here and it was like you know somebody else open the doors for me and it was my job to bring it in. Um, so then I guess, Dr. Danielle, we can go into the, the accident happened. I had a terrible car accident here about five months ago and I was on my way to work. And, uh, just to make the story short for this time right now, I, uh, I'm still not working, still recovering from injuries. I'm not able to work right now. Um, and so that has put, uh, uh, my whole life has just really changed and, and in a lot of ways for the better, amazingly. Um, I'm considered still part of the team at the clinic, and my boss is awesome, and we have a great friendship as well as a working relationship, and she's a
0: mentor to me. and
1: So that's kind of where I am right now. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a stay-at-home mom wanting to work but just not able to right now.
0: Yeah, not physically ready yet. Correct. Yeah, although we were talking before we started recording that you – had already worked out for today. Right. Yes. And and I was like, wow, knowing that you <laughs> had a car accident uh, with significant injuries, physical injuries, <laughs> uh, yeah. I was really impressed. Like I said, how many people out there are not exercising, not moving their bodies who are physically fully capable of doing so. And they're just not doing it for other reasons.
1: Yeah. I've always been athletic. Um, I went to undergrad on a track and cross country scholarship. So as a runner, I ran my first marathon the day after I graduated from chiropractic school. You know, I was running when I was 40 weeks pregnant with my first kid and you know, it's just been that type of lifestyle for me always. So for me to not be in the gym or not doing some kind of workout was just really, really tough. And so I couldn't, I I don't know if the doctors know I'm at the gym or if they, I didn't ask them. I just said, I'm going, I'm ready to go. Let's go. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, if we could talk more about your injuries, that would help tie sure. together for people that are not familiar with what you experienced. Okay. Tell us more about what happened in the accident.
1: Okay. So, uh, like I said, I was on my way to work. So it happened early morning before seven o'clock just before seven and, um, apparently a person from going the opposite way. So we were, uh, you know, going on the road, he was going one way and I was going another and it, it's a six lane highway with a grass median in the middle. Well, he came across the median for reasons I'm not quite sure of yet. Um, we're not, I don't know if he had a heart attack or if it was something else. I, I don't know, but he came across and I, I remember just seeing his car, but apparently it smashed right into me head on and, uh, I was by myself, thank God, and uh, but my car, that caused my car to go airborne and did like a 180 spin, and so I landed on top of another car, so there's three cars total, and um, the impact had really pinned me in, in the car. I was stuck in there for a good hour and some minutes um, before they could finally cut me out, and of course everyone wants to know like, Oh, do you remember? And I, I don't remember much. I just have little things about like, I remember the fireman being there. I remember words like, man, she's really pinned in there. What are we going to do? Like, I remember that. Um, but anyway, then I remember, you know, Oh, I'm on a helicopter too bad. I can't like enjoy this. This is pretty cool. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> yeah. So I was care flighted to the hospital. So there was a hospital like, uh, Less than a quarter of a mile from the accident, but they flew me to a different hospital, I guess, just based on the injuries. Um, so a lot of lower body injuries, um, uh, broken feet and ankles, and broken um, femur on the left, and I broke my sacrum, um, broke three vertebrae, six ribs, and had a, a collapsed lung, and um. Yeah, so I was in the hospital for, I was in ICU, I don't know, I'm not even quite sure, five or seven days, and then in the hospital for a total of 16, before they transferred me to a inpatient rehab facility, and um, that was amusing, because I'm, you know, on the stretcher, they're rolling me in, and I'm, you know, kind of looking to see, like, what is this place? I didn't know what an inpatient rehab was, really, and uh, it's, it was, um the first thought I had was this is a nursing home because that's what I see around me. It was older people elderly shuffling around in their little house shoes, you know, in wheelchairs and, you know, walkers and things and looking at me on the stretcher coming in and I just was laughing. I was like, I cannot believe this. This is this. What in the world? Uh, But anyways, it turned out to be an awesome experience and met some really lovely people and had fun there, but I was there for 10 days. So this whole deal kept me out of my house for, almost a month. Um, so right now we're still, so got a lot of metal in me. I, I gained a lot of metal, um, all kinds of screws and pens and plates and crazy things happening, but the, the injuries are healing quite well, I guess, except for the femur, it was broken really badly. And so that's the thing that's really keeping me back right now is that the femur has not healed Mm. and it's not really doing a lot.
0: Well, that's where I am right now considering the extent of the injuries that you that you had from the accident You're doing amazing Yeah, and one of the things I appreciate most about you from watching you share your story through social media over the last few mm -hmm. months is your positive perspective through this experience and Even just listening to you and watching you talk about it. Now. You're smiling. Yeah (laughs) (laughs) And there are times that, you know, things happen in life where um, we feel like we can get so, we can get down so easily, you know, little things like um, a patient says something that is offensive or, um, you know, a CA doesn't do something that we wanted them to do the right way. And we get so down about it, but here you are having had this experience that really changed your life in like big, dramatic ways. Yeah. And you're still smiling. So yeah. I'm curious to hear more from you how you keep that perspective. If this was something that was innate to you or if this is something that you've worked really hard for.
1: Yeah, um, I think I've always, I've always been known for my smile and my laugh. I love to laugh and I love to smile and I love to, for people to smile at me. Like if they don't smile at me, I'm like you know, what, how can you not smile? Like, you know, and so I'm that type of person, but I've also have those, had those times, a lot of times more than not since working and being a chiropractor that, you know, I mean, before the accident happened, let me just say this. It was one of those things where I was um, going to bed crying on Sundays because I knew that next day was Monday. And I was scared what the day was to bring because I knew I had expectations. I knew other people had expectations of me and I hadn't quite figured out how to meet them. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't good at asking for help or letting people know that I was suffering, except for my husband who was like, what's wrong? Why are you crying? I don't yeah. know. I'm just crying. Um, so I've, I know a lot of moms and uh, women and people out there are, are struggling with the same thing. And it's, I've learned that since this accident. Um, But yeah, the smile is just uh, something that's natural for me to smile, even when I am upset. But I haven't always had such a great attitude, even though the smiles are there.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've only known one other person who was a chiropractor who had an experience where she, I believe, was in a car accident, just by random chance. Um, But she suffered a stroke after the accident. Oh my goodness! And so yeah. she really lost a lot of function. And wow. Um, the t- when I met her, she had let's see, her accident had probably been five to ten years prior to me meeting her. Um, oh my goodness! She was almost nonverbal. She could oh. make sounds, but not necessarily words. Wow! And I just saw her again recently. Mm-hmm. Oh well, recently, as in like mm, a few months back. And I was blown away at the difference in her. Wow! And it, you know, she's not. She's still not practicing chiropractic. She can't walk on her own still. Um, it's such a tough thing. I think as chiropractors, we have a job that we love to do. We love to be in service to other people, and mm-hmm. we never expect to experience something like what you've experienced. Yeah. Thank goodness. And. In so many ways, <laughs> for so many things, you have healed amazingly well considering, you know, like we said, the extent of the injuries that you had. But I'm, I'm curious, I guess, looking back, if there was something that you would have done differently, knowing this was a possibility for you, like more than a possibility, this was going to happen, what would you have done differently in life or in your career?
1: Um, I would have quit worrying about trying to have approval from every person around me about should I do it this way? Should I do this at all? This isn't how they would do it. They would do better at it than me. Worrying about all these things distracting my mind from ever even being productive and, and, and doing anything. You know, I was that person of, of worrying so much about this list of things I needed to do that I never got any of it done. Yeah. So I'm definitely changing, I can't say I'm done, of course, but I'm changing in that way. I I think that's the the one thing that came to my mind first when you asked me that.
0: Mm. How has this experience changed motherhood for you?
1: Oh my goodness. So having the kids at the hospital was, um, you know, it was so great and so scary at the same time because... I mean, if you've ever, you have, and, and most of us have seen someone in in the hospital, and it's just a scary place. There was all kinds of tubes. I didn't look good. I had, you know, it was, the kids were scared. They didn't know what that meant. My kids are all seven and under, seven, four, and two. So they, they didn't know um, what that really meant. And uh, so it made me... Um, I don't know. I just felt like such a closeness to them that I didn't want them to be scared. And I tried not to ever let them see me cry or that I was scared or that the pain that I was in at at that time, I I didn't want them to hear me talk about it or to see that from me. Mm -hmm. They knew. And uh, it was just so nice to have them there with me. And then it was so hard to see them leave. And I've never been away from my kids. I'm that mom that like, my kids have never even spent the night at my mom's house. I mean, <laughs> like I've literally, the only time this is what I've always said is that the only time I've ever been away from my kid is to have another kid because yeah. I had hospital births and all that. So you know, it was, that's it. Um, but it's changed me. Um, I'm working on my patients with the kids. I'm working on my, um, I want to see them. Uh, I want them to see me as I want them to remember me so positive. I don't want them to think back and be able to think about the negatives or the way I've made them feel negatively. I want them to have a positive remembering of me and their childhood. Um, And so it's really making me work on my patience and my, my smile with them genuinely smiling. I'm happy that you're here, even though I have things I need to get done and I can't do them with you right here. I'm going to love you anyways. We'll, we'll get through it. And, um, I think it's the word patience keeps coming back to me. So, uh, I I guess that's that's all I could say about changing me. It's with them specifically is working on my patience Mm -hmm. and letting them know that I'm into the self talk now a lot, and I'm doing the same thing for my kids. So we've been teaching them about self talk, and I've been talking to them, and we have this fun little thing that we do in the mirror now to each other and talk to them about. You know, you are strong and you're smart and you can get through anything and you're a warrior and,
0: you know, so it's it's changed us a lot. Yes. Well, you were talking about having more patience with your kids and I'm thinking mm-hmm. about the play on word essentially of us as chiropractors, patients, clients, practice members, whatever you want to call them. How do you think that you'll relate to people differently now in your chiropractic practice?
1: Yeah, So that, um, that became apparent very, very quickly because I've never been a person to have pain as far as, you know, some people, even in high school, I remember girls complaining, my knees hurt, you know, this hurts. And I'm just thinking, wow, like I've just never had that, you know, and thank, I'm thankful I don't, I, I don't ever want to have that. And being a runner all those years and never dealt with that and, um, You know, I I think I had a high pain on it, but I just never really experienced this chronic type of pain that people would talk about. So when this happened, I mean, obviously it was painful situation, and for many, it felt like so many days on end. Um, While I was in the hospital, uh, so I had to have my sacrum was broken in three places. They had to pin my SI joint, so I have two big screws across both of my SI joints. Wow. Well, yeah. I know being a chiropractor, you look at that you're like, what in the world? Like, no, don't do that. I got to adjust those. (laughs) Um, How do you, what do you do now? Um, And the first surgery, it turned out that one of the screws, as it settled, it laid onto the S1 nerve root. So I started getting this pain in my leg and, you know, I'm a, I'm a chiropractor. I'm supposed to know exactly what's wrong with me. And I'm thinking, gosh, my hamstring really tight. How can I stretch this out? Cause they had my leg and you know, I couldn't move it. Mm-hmm. And then I finally got to the point where I could move it and I couldn't, I couldn't get rid of that pain. Right. Until and, so, and then it just got worse, worse, worse to the point that it was that pain shooting down your leg, couldn't get rid of it. No matter what, there was no amount of drugs they could give me. <laughs> there was nothing, wasn't working. Um, that, and, and then they, they, eventually, they had to end up doing a, a scan on me to, to find that it was nerve related, but it was, it was kind of cool. I have to say in seeing the doctor performing some of the tests that we know and do every day to our patients and seeing them so positive that it was like, huh, that test really does show something. If it's ever quite really positive now, I'll know. but that pain made me just really realize that when your patients come in, and they're in pain, you really have to listen to them. And um, I've been one to, uh, I can't lie, you know, think like, gosh, this person, can they really be in that much pain that they're acting like this? I mean, it can't be that bad. And it made me wake up in that sense. So I'll definitely have a different mindset of when a Patients coming in and, and they're having pain. Now I know what that pain actually feels like back pain, nerve pain, uh, you know, pain from broken bones, so not being able to put weight certain ways. I mean, just all these things. The other thing is just I had, so I've always been such a homebody, and when people, you know, I just didn't have a whole lot of people that I would call friends, you know, I didn't think I had friends, right? I love people, but I just, I have my little tiny circle of people and I was comfortable with that.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Well, when this happened, the outpouring of people showing their love to me, whatever it was, whether it was just something on Facebook, whether it was, I mean, people showing up at the hospital that I was like, I mean, I hadn't seen them in 20 years from high school and here they are. (laughs) And my, I mean, it was amazing not to mention the patients that came to see me, the patients that would send stuff through my boss, because my boss, uh, she was at the hospital every day. I, and this woman is the busiest person you'll ever meet. She's got her hands going in a million directions. She made that time to come to the hospital and be with me. And it was, I mean, my family like adopted her. She's, you know, my boss, she's my friend. She's like my sister now. She's just, you know, this great uh, person in our, in our lives. that they just showed so much love to me that it was unreal. And I just thought to myself, you know, I hope that my heart is as good as these people's hearts, because it just makes you, it just makes you feel like, I mean, it it helped me get through the days. Without that, I don't know, my days wouldn't have been filled with as many smiles as they were. Because even though I was crying in pain, I could still laugh and smile and, at least it took my mind a bit off of it. It was better than any drug they could give me through the i v you know it was <laughs> it was helpful yep. so i uh, new appreciation for people, for patients, and uh just the um, empathy to empathize with them when they are having pain. I, I'll have a better understanding with that
0: um so uh, I mean it sounds cheesy, but I'm so impressed with, with you. I, you know, I look at the experience that you've been through and, and I've been watching as you've been healing mm-hmm. and you're always smiling and your kids seem happy and very loved and well taken care of. And I think, wow, how easily it could go the other way. How easily you could be, I've known people that have had significant injuries and their life is never happy again, essentially. Wow. Yeah. So thank you for really, mm-hmm. for, for being who you are, for showing up today and being open and willing to talk about this because it's mm-hmm. something that, you know, it can happen to any of us yes. and we all pray and hope no matter what job you have that it doesn't, but especially for us as chiropractors, it can, it, it can just be so <laughs> life changing, but I don't know how mm-hmm. else to say it. Just we, one day your life is going yeah. different, everything. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Um,
1: yeah, it's like, I, you know, I tell people, uh, I've never broken a bone before in my entire life and this happened. And I think the total count is like 25 bones. If you count wow. all the foot bones, you know, yeah. and everything. And, uh, you know, so I'm like, well, you know, I always like to do it good. So <laughs> I, I did it good. And, um, you know, I, you know, people ask me all the time, like, "How are you? How are you acting the way you are when this happened to you?" And I just kind of, I kind of question that. I'm like, "Well, I don't really know how else to act. It's just I'm not trying." Um, there's days that aren't always, you know, this great, and it's not as easy to smile, be in a great mood, or anything. But yeah. that's been few and far between, thankfully. And uh, I don't know, like, and you know, this has been such a learning experience for me to learn about myself and really what's inside of me. Um, Mm. and that, um, you know, I, I did a lot of negative talk about myself before apparently, and I didn't even realize that before now. Um, and, um, Dr. Danielle, I think we were talking about on uh, social media about our word for the year, right? Yep. So my word for the year is influence. And that word kept coming up because I've been so influenced by so many people in such good ways. You know, I'm sure some bad ways too, but I tend to remember all the good stuff. And one of my 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 goals and things that I'm really working on is I want to be an influence to the other people because so many people have, have reached out to me and say you're such an inspiration. You're so, you know, this and that. And, and I'm so thankful for those comments because it's really made me look like, well, maybe there is more to me than I knew, you know, and waking me up to some things that might open some doors for me. It already has opened doors for me, career wise, family wise, just being a person here on this earth and filling whatever purpose and my whatever my why is, you know. I'm done with trying to figure all that out. I'm just living every day the best that I know how and I'm not wasting my time on distractions. And so those are a few of the things I'm trying to fulfill this year. So that's my word for the year was influence, and yours is um, congruent, right? Yes. Yeah. So I love that. It's been fun to hear uh, talking to some other people, and I ask them what their word is if they have one, and it's been fun to talk about that, what it means to them.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. My word is congruent, and I've got um, you know I've I've done a lot of work already to make my life more congruent to my values. But I have more work to do. And I feel like I'm at a point right now where it is, it is time for me to really own being congruent and in alignment with my own values. Yeah. Um, particularly because that's what I do. I, I help other moms really create a practice that's in alignment with their values, but it starts with our lives first. So yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where my word came from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Dr. Amanda, thank you so much for everything that you've shared today. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to sit here and chat with me about um, life and practice. And everything that you have shared has been really just amazing to watch. It has influenced me, so if that, if that matters. Yay, it does out. matter. If someone that's listening to the show today would like to connect with you and learn more about you, where is the best place for her to find you? Facebook. I love Facebook. Um, I went on Facebook uh,
1: the day of the accident. I wasn't even in my right mind. I didn't <laughs> I have imagine. my phone. It was in the, It was in the wreckage of the car, but apparently I was having a fit you know, where's my phone? I need my phone. And I don't know what they did. I don't know if they brought my tablet, if I used somebody else's phone. I don't even know what I did. <laughs> All I know is I got on Facebook and I'm trying to type. And I can't even see straight. There's just no telling what was running through my veins, and And I decided, like, I can't type. So I pushed this little button that said go live. So I pushed it. <laughs> <gasps> and I'm in this hospital bed. I'm like, you know, just groaning around about this. I got in this accident. I think this is broken. That and this. And so ever since then, Facebook has been so very fun to me. And these Facebook Live things. It just opened this whole new door for me. Cause I'm telling you, I couldn't talk to people for anything. I was that girl that the minute I talked to somebody I didn't know, I started getting red, mm-hmm. red red and then they're like oh what's wrong with her I mean it went to purple and my voice left me I couldn't do it so this Facebook live has really helped me realize that I love to talk to people Yep. so Facebook Amanda
0: Renshaw Pride so I'll put a link to your Facebook profile in the show notes for this episode so some people don't know this but I can see stats on where people listen to the podcast from and more than half People that listen to the show listen from their iPhone. So if you're listening in iTunes, all you do to get to the show notes, the links, the clickable links up here when you click the, you tap on the picture of the podcast and it's like, voila, the screen changes and the clickable links are there. So if you want to connect with a Dr. Amanda on her Facebook profile, you'll find a link for her show, or for her show, for her. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is it's kind of like the Dr. Amanda show. <laughs> You can find her Facebook profile there. So speaking of Facebook Live, I'm going to be doing a challenge uh, starting January 23rd. So it's going to be all about Facebook Live, right? Getting more visible. And I think that you're a great example (laughs) of how easy it actually can be. A lot of people are scared to start. You started when you maybe weren't thinking clearly (laughs) and the fear wasn't as, as big of a factor in holding you back. Um, Mm It probably didn't actually even matter so much at that point, but for anyone that's feeling like they want to grow their practice, they want to become more visible and they don't want to take a lot of time away from their kids in order to do that. I feel like sharing more about you and your practice through Facebook live is a really effective way to do that. And I've grown not one, but two businesses now through Facebook almost entirely. So anyone that's listening that wants to get in on the challenge, again, just click on the links for the show, and there will be a link to a Facebook group there, and you can come join us in the challenge. It's a five-day challenge. It's totally free, and it'll just help you to get clear on not just why, but how to move forward with sharing more about your practice through Facebook Live. Yes. Cool. Dr. Amina, thank you again so much. Thanks, Dr. Danielle. Hey, if you are loving the Align Woman podcast, be sure to subscribe to the newsletter. When you do, you'll be one of the first to receive the free upcoming guide, Marketing 101 from Moms and Chiropractic, to help you get clear and focused on your marketing efforts for 2017. So head over to alignwoman.com and subscribe today.